0: your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode number 77. Hey, I hope you are having a fantastic day wherever you're at. If you're in the car going for a run, uh, cooking, cleaning, whatever it is, uh, I hope you're doing really, really well. I know these are very interesting days. Uh, uh, Interesting days in our culture, interesting days as you know, the idea of COVID and culture clashes and an election, like all these things are all around us and it's really noisy. It's really noisy. And so I think a lot of times when in our culture or in our lives or in our environments where everything's really noisy, that should be a place for the believer to go, whoa, Everything's really noisy, and I'm filling my life and my brain with news and Instagram feeds uh, to find out, you know, what's going on. It's it's hurting your soul. It's hurting our souls. It's it's not allowing for our minds to be kind of calm and to be able to listen and receive. And so that chaos in our culture, uh, I'm sure some of you feel it deeply, is not really great for our souls. And so that I I would encourage you, like a part of this podcast isn't that we just dig into a a passage and that you kind of consume that like maybe we consume other things in media, but it's something that would be encouraging to, uh, I mean, I would be encouraging you to go sit on a front porch somewhere go for a hike out in nature, quiet. You don't need me in your ear. You don't need anything else in your ear. Just go get quiet and go, God, in the midst of all the crazy, I need help. I need your direction because everything's influencing me. Everything's telling me a narrative and it can be really confusing. And I don't know if you feel anything like me, but there's so many narratives out there right now and it's hard to discern what to believe and what to think. And and so I think that's just a place where we rest. We, we slow down. We find a place to listen and discern the will of God. And so I'm doing that here on the front porch. Uh, this for me is not just something I do for a podcast. Uh, this is something I really, a rhythm that I've really worked very hard to try to slow down and listen to God. Um, hey, just want to say thanks to those of you who have subscribed to this podcast or sharing it and liking it and all your different platforms. Thank you so much. It's very much appreciated as we kind of get this message of, hey, how can we grow and learn together through God's word, especially in a time where we're not really sure what to do or where to go, what to do. The other thing is, is that I've launched a Patreon page. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Front Porch Confessional. That's just a place that if you want to continue to support this podcast through a donation, uh, you can do that. And there's some extra little goodies in there like devotionals. I I do a blog every week now uh, where if you're one of those donors, I, I send that. Off to you, and that's just a recap of each of the passages and you know, kind of what was going on inside of me as I was reading through those at a different level. So, would love for you to be a part of that, would love for you to support. Thank you for those who already have committed to doing that. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Psalms 84, verses three through four. Even the sparrow finds a home, and the swallow a nest for herself. Where she may lay her young at your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King, my God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house, ever singing your praise. And then there's this beautiful moment. He says, Selah, which is kind of (sighs) like, maybe right now, maybe that just do that right now. Just take a deep breath and let it out. It's like receive what God is teaching us right now. Receive this. You need to hear it, and we need to live into this because He's teaching us something so important. You know, one of the the gifts of sitting out here on this porch is uh, and slowing down, intentionally slowing down, is that I see things that I've never really seen before. Uh, And one of the things, um, if you've listened to this podcast for any period of time that you know that I started seeing, especially seeing in the beginning, uh, were hummingbirds. You know hummingbirds are not the easiest thing to pick up uh, because they zip and they zoom and they go left and right, and you know so i got to be honest I, i've never really seen them um I, I i uh my dad growing up he uh the guitar I learned how to play on was a Gibson hummingbird, right so hummingbirds have kind of always had this i don 't know this really interesting place in my life I just didn't really know it until I sat out here on the front porch and so i'd sit out here and most days when I first started sitting out here were very chaotic. You know, still felt like I was on a time schedule. I got to do this. I got to do that. And just busy, like going and busy and busy. And then little by little, I found myself kind of sinking into this seat out here in the patio. My wife, uh, for Father's Day, bought me kind of patio furniture out here. Um, And I'm so grateful. It's one of the I think one of the most beautiful, intentional gifts she gives to me. But I think it was a gift that gave to her as well. You know, what I mean, because she's like, you need to slow down. And so I came out here and I, and I slowed down and I I really, I didn't read much. I just stopped and paused and started watching. And I started noticing, noticing the, the, the leaves moving. I started noticing, I mean, this sounds crazy, but like a snail on the ground, I started slowing down and just watching. And one of the things I started to see were hummingbirds and I was watching the way they would interact. Um, I was watching, they're always in a hurry. And I started going, wow that's like me like i'm always in a hurry they always they, they they they're very territorial so i was watching them and going wow there's not many other birds around the hummingbirds right and they would kind of chase off other birds and and then i would watch them kind of feed there's all these trees out here with flowers and they would they would kind of go up to these trees and they would find this specific spot that they would always go to wow. And so I'm starting to watch all of this and starting to reflect on my own life. I started to see myself in those hummingbirds. I I started to see like, they're so busy and they're always alone, right? They're always busy doing things all alone. I thought, oh my gosh, that's me. And so I start now expanding that to wherever I go. I see hummingbirds everywhere. I see them everywhere. And it's almost like all of creation is trying to go, Jeff, wake up, wake up, We're trying to point you to the creator. We're trying to help you understand some things about yourself. And I know if you're not some person that kind of sits out and kind of slows down a little bit, this idea that I'm talking about, this, it feels a little bit like crazy old guy. Like, man, that sounds like a massive, (laughs) massive midlife crisis. And maybe it is, but I'm grateful for it because it's allowed me to slow down and watch creation and what creation is doing. You know, I watch the flowers. Bloom and I watch them die out here. I watch the bees. You know, I'm watching all of creation interact. This is what David is doing. Because here's the thing nature can teach us and will teach us a lot about our Creator. Like I have this idea in my mind, and this is helpful for me. Maybe it is, maybe it will be for you, and maybe it is for you. But I kind of personalize the passages a bit. I see David walking through the woods or walking through some forest, right? And I see him kind of slowing down. And I, he, I see him just watching and observing all of creation around him as he's praising God and he's worshiping him. He's seeing all of creation, right? And he's watching, maybe he's watching a sparrow uh, caring for its kids, a swallow. You know, he's watching these birds and he's going, wow, look at this and watch they care for each other. And he's like, oh, God loves them. And he cares for them and he loves me and he cares for me. You know, all of creation, if you really sit down and watch, all of creation is bending its knee to its creator. You know, but for us, we're, we're God's most prized creation. And as a result of being that most prized creation, we've been given uh, free will, this amazing gift of free will that essentially says to you and I, what would you like to worship? you get to choose. You get to choose what do you want to worship. And if I'm honest with myself, there are so many other things I create that I worship. I put in the place and I worship instead of God Almighty, our creator, my God, my creator, right? There's so many other things that, 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 that I put in that place and it's robbing me of what real worship looks like, real contentment, real abiding. If you listen to episode 76, we, you'll find out that, that, that we're, that our souls are thirsty for that intimate relationship with God. It's, it's thirsty. It's so thirsty for that intimacy with God. And creation is, is, is calling us into that relationship. But for so many of us, it's a really, it's a real struggle. For me, it can be a real struggle and see the, the powerful thing about worship and the powerful thing about this reality. And the powerful thing about our free wills is this, it will lead us into life or death. You see, David, as he's observing all of creation he desires to mimic it. He desires to mimic their dependency. He decides to look at the birds and he starts to see how they're caring for him. He starts to see that God is caring for them and seeing how God is caring for him. And, but what I love about what David always does, if you read through the Psalms, especially the, the Davidic Psalms, David is so personal with God. The language he uses about his relationship with God is so beautiful. He's like, oh, Lord of hosts. Wow, you are high and lifted up. But then he brings it down and personalizes it. You are my king. You are my God. How often do you do that? How often do we do that? How often do we personalize that. We, we recognize, oh, you are God above it all. You created all of creations and you are the Lord of hosts. But then are we able to kind of pull it down and go, but you're my God. So when we pray to him, do we go, oh my God, you love me, right? Or is it just this flowery language that we use? So, oh, God above, or oh God, or oh Father, or right? These We, we mean it and we're desiring it, but we don't personalize it. We don't personalize it because that feels far too intimate, right? it feels uncomfortable at times. I have people that tell me all the time and I I relate with it, that it feels like I just don't know how to pray. I I just feel like it's like a new relationship, right? And you're like, well, am I supposed to say, I love you? Am I supposed to say like, you know, I'd love to see you again. Like, I don't want to push too much. I don't want to not give too much. Like, it's just, it feels very awkward. And David's going, let go. Give in, give into this relationship, go all in. There should be no more intimate conversation that you have than you have with God. And and again, like episode 76, if you haven't listened to that one, that one could be really helpful for you. It's going to lead you into that language, that understanding of that intimacy with God. So David is modeling this for us through his language through the way he sees God. He doesn't see God just as this far off deity that is in control of all creation. He goes, he cares for the birds. Oh my gosh, he cares for the birds. He's my God and he cares for me. And the same king that's over this creation, that's over this swallow, that's over this sparrow is my king and my God. Maybe today, as you pray, maybe you shift your language a bit. Maybe your language feels like you're just pushing God off to a distance, like he's just far away. And what would it look like for you to start personalizing that relationship with God? You're my God. You're my king. And I need you and I want you. In the way that creation is depending upon you, I desire the same. This is what the psalm is calling us into. But see, I think for so many of us, we struggle with a personal relationship with God. And I want to say this, and therefore it impacts what we worship and how we worship. For many of us, we have this way in which we communicate to God that he's just that guy up there that we pray to, but we never really experience the worship and the joy that David is expressing. Just listen to the way he's talking. He says so much joy as he's watching these birds. And he sees them and he personalizes it for himself. Oh, that's about me too. And maybe you need that today. Maybe your soul's crying out for that. Personalize his presence. And David shows us you will be blessed. Blessed. Right? That's why at the end of this Psalm, there's almost this moment where he realizes this and he says, "Selah." He has this like, that's what I needed. That's what I've been desiring. So the, the statement I've been working through and wrestling through in my, in my heart and my mind out here is worship is not just what you do. It's who God is and how we live In light of that, it's just this, you are God, not just of creation, but you're my God. You're my King. So the question is this, how can you personalize your relationship with God and join creation in its worship to Him? We join with creation, O Heavenly Father, and we worship you, our God. Please continue to lead us in your presence So we can have life. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heart. Until next time.